This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Okay, let's do a podcast. Why the hell not? Eddie's got the thumbs up, so that means like we go. Uh, so as we speak right now, it's 10.02. We just got off the air. And I was told that the raccoon is still alive in my pail. Uh, so it's in your recyclables? It's in the recyclable pail. So okay. when I go home, I was told I need to tip it over and let it get out. Who told you this? Uh, the animal control people. Oh, okay. So that's what, what I have to do. What this. if you tip it out and it runs after you? Uh, that's a great question. And jumps on you. I don't have an answer for you right now. Yeah. All I will tell you is I will tip it over from about seven, eight feet away with a gigantic... Um, like extender pole that I have, yeah. and I will be ready to swat. What if you do this? Drive your car up to it and tap it so it falls over. Mm. Then you're protected in your car. That's actually a heck of an idea. Yeah. Would it go? But would the pail go over if I did that? I think I so. just tap it. Yeah. I could do that. I suppose. You might have to slowly until it falls over, then back up. Yeah, I would have to put something. Your bigger car. Yeah, and what I would have to do is put some sort of a beam underneath so that it tips over and doesn't just push. Yeah. I could do that. I could do that. Somebody sent me yesterday a a video from New York City of a rat in someone's car. Oh, no. In a parked car. Well, if it goes in through the, I mean, you had one in your engine. I'd want up in my. uh, Figure out a way to get in through there, no? Yeah. Somehow. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often, that we have, like, a rat in our, like, we go to leave at 11, you come out, and all of a sudden there's a, a rat on your dashboard. This rat, it did look adorable, Jerry. It wasn't one of those scary-looking well, New say York that. City rats. You know how usually we see them scurrying yeah. to the garbage pail or into whatever, and they kind of hide and they go away? When I pulled up, was it Thursday, or if I meant to tell you this, Thursday or Friday of last week, and I pulled up on the near side of the building by the door, Yeah, there was a, it was... A good size, it wasn't huge, it wasn't a cat size, but it was a good size rat, was literally walking down the sidewalk like it was going to work. Yeah. 
right in the middle. They didn't have a care in the world. I'm like, wow, that's a ballsy rat. No, the problem is there's no predators here to kill rats. Uh, other I than, uh, not. Uh, I mean, there's predators right. here to kill other humans. You're right. But there are no predators to kill the rats. You're right. You don't see raccoons around here. No. You don't see. No stray cats roaming around. You're right. No dog. You don't so see. That's why yeah, they're that's walking. True. You don't see loose dogs. That's why they're walking around cocky, Jerry. Walking right down the sidewalks. Yeah, that's interesting. S- eating pizzas. We've seen that. The pizza rats. Pizza rat. That's right. So we've seen this before. Yeah. I keep seeing um, ads, Jerry. For. In the Bradley Beach uh, Facebook group. Yeah. For housekeeping to come clean your house. Please do not sign up for that. Well, also, I was going to ask, like, you have more than enough time to do it. I mean, for God's sakes, pick well, up a sponge and well, wipe. Let me ask you this. I have a, so you've seen my home. It's yeah. a thousand square feet. Right. Small. What do you think it would cost? If I had someone come in once a what month. What are they doing? Once a month? Yeah. I thought you do once a week. No, no. Once a month to kind of get it. To do uh, everything, right? They come in, Jerry. Are they doing your your sheets? No, no, no. Are I'm they... doing all the, they're just dusting everything. Yeah. Cleaning the bathrooms. Okay. Two bathrooms. Vacuuming. And cleaning the floors, maybe. Cleaning the floors. I mean really vac- dusting. I'd say seventy five dollars. Well, let's say I did that twice a month. Yeah. I but, would say seventy five bucks. But I go I go somewhere when they do that, right? Yeah. Um you could let them in and leave. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't sit there and watch them. Yeah, that's, that's awkward. awkward, yeah. Yes. And I don't have anything. You could of- sit outside on your on a nice day, just sit on your deck area. That's true. You don't, you know. And I don't have any valuables in my home that anyone would want. No, you just want to make sure that they don't let the dog out by mistake. Right. That's all. Well, I'd have to take her with me because she wouldn't want them roaming around in there. So there you go. You let them in. You leave. I can't take them more than a half hour, maybe an hour. Depends on how many people go. Yeah. So like my parents back in the day had uh, people that came over once a week. And they would show up. There'd be four people. And they would run through the house in 45 minutes. Yes. They did a lot. But it was four people. If you have one person, it might take a little longer than if there were two that showed up. But have you know the price or no? Yeah, I was I, just trying to ball, ballpark it. What would you pay? I like, th- that wh- sounded about right. Seventy five bucks. Yeah. All right. It's for a small place, you know. Yeah. So go hmm. for it. You get lazier by the day. Here's the thing, though. I know I would be like, mm, they, they didn't get that part right. Then you fire them. It's not that hard. To me, the thing that I just I don't like. Not that it's dirty. It just gets. From use, it's not Film looks, me. This, uh, the bathrooms are like gross. Yeah, like well, the think sinks. about what goes on in there. Right, I'm sp- spitting toothpaste into the thing. Yeah. I'm showering in the soaps and my feet. Mm-hmm. Your rear end is doing things in there. Yeah, it just it's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. But it's everyone has it. Yeah, everyone's got to do it. And it, you're right. Do I have time to do this? I sure do, but. I always push it off, push it off, right. push it off. And now it really needs a cleaning. I That's why it. I think I would only need it like once a week, mm-hmm. a good one. Because I got to vacuum myself every few days because of the dog anyway. Right. But just the dog's area. But yeah. So you're telling me they might also throw in laundry for me? I there are There are places that they will, if you keep the stuff set up, they'll run it. And then probably get it in the dryer before they leave if they're planning on being there an hour. I'm sure that they would handle that, yes. Oh, you know what else I need? Like living over by the ocean, Jerry, my windows get filthy. From so the- clean them. 
but it's so hard. <laughs> I really should just do it. Of course you should. I got to go home and clean, actually, my windshield of my car. I can't see out of it. Oh, so, the windshields have gotten very weird. Terrible. Because it's like fog. It's been foggy. Yeah. When you ride through fog, that goes on your windshield, the fog. There's yeah. some sort of. And you're cutting through it. But yeah. yeah, some sort of disgusting. Does Windex make wipes? Windex wipes? They do. I got to get those. I hate to spray. It's such a pain. Yeah. I need Windex. Windex wipes. Yeah. You ever try to clean the inside of your car windows? That's like what the, I need to clean. The, the, uh, but that's what I'm talking about. The outside's fine. You can clean that. That's no big deal. The inside's hard to clean. Very you hard angle to clean. And everything. Yeah. Such a pain in the ass. Right. You needed to angle it. I've actually seen, I think if you go on Amazon. I am not buying an angled window cleaner. Oh, well, they have one, I think. I, I'm not. Listen. You're out for that? I, yeah. You have money to burn. I don't. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, I'll buy that. Hey, yeah. You know what I got, Jared? What now? Oh, I got a pubic hair trimmer. Good for you. <laughs> I got to figure out how to pay tuition next month. You go clean that part of your body. I got a pu- I mean, I was so excited to get a pubic I, hair trimmer. And I get it. Yeah. But I, I can't spend money on stupid things. On pubic hair trimmers. No, no, no. On an angled window washer. Yeah, that does seem foolish. That seems like, even if it's 10 bucks to waste of money. Right. Because then you got, not only, here's the thing about buying stuff, and this was like what the minimalists talk about. Like, now you got to find a home for Correct. the angled mm-hmm. inside windshield cleaner. All right, so I'll give you an example. I give that Keurig drink maker. Yeah. I don't want it anymore. It is a very, it's a very good um, device. It, it's cool. It is. You got to refill the CO cartridge or go buy a new one. You got to buy the drink things. You make it, it you get literally a four ounce little drink. You get a shot. It's it's a it's a very cool device, and it's a fun talking point. If people come over, it's great. On a daily basis, though, now I'm storing that thing. It's too much with this stuff. I don't I want any more stuff. I agree. We so, got to get away from stuff. I told my wife I was going to throw it out. She could you throw that out? That's a very cool. I'm like, then find a home for it because you put it in my office. I don't want it here. Yeah. Well, I don't know where to put it. How about the garbage? Don't do that. Okay. Yeah, this is the thing. Is uh, you know, growing up, any time I wanted something, my father would go, "Where are you going to put it?" And that used to annoy me. Like, I'm going to put it right here. I'm going <laughs> to jam it dad. in my right. I'm just going to jam it in my room or the garage where I jam everything else. I know. But now, before I buy anything, now I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. where am I going to put it? What are the things about this product that are going to keep me from using it. Right. Like if something is difficult to clean. Like I had an air fryer that was so annoying to clean, I wasn't using it. Yeah. Now I bought one a a little while ago that is easier to clean. So now I actually use it. I'm happy with it. But all these other things, it's like. Yeah. I'll give you one. My brother got us a pizza stone maker. It is phenomenal. What do you mean? It's like a pizza pizza oven. I shouldn't say, I don't know what the hell it's, but it's, but it, but it, it makes it, the pizza. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you make it, but it heats up to like 800 degrees. Oh, okay. So it makes it faster than the oven. And, and the pizza's better. I'm not going to, it is, it, it, it comes out quicker. It tastes better. It's crispier. It's, it's great. I love it. I can't make enough though for everybody. It's not big enough. Right. So it's like, I only take it out when me and the kids want, or if the boys want it. 
But I'm like, I can't leave it out because we're only going to do this once a month. Right. So it's on top of the refrigerator in the garage collecting dust. Yep. And now out of sight, out of mind. We haven't used it now in three months. Right. And then even if you thought of it as you're thinking of it right now, you're like, ugh. Not and practical. It's, right. And now you're like, ah, it's been in the garage. I got to clean it and off. And trust me, I know we sound like two a-holes right yeah. now. Third world problems, first world problems. I get it. No, but Come I, on, man. But, but the, the people who are who have uh, who speak of minimalism talk about trying to get rid of things that you don't need anymore sure. and that are just cluttering your life. Not cluttering my life, just cluttering my house. But a cluttered house they'll tell you is cluttering your mind in some ways. Well, if there's a correlation. Everything clutters your mind. Yeah. Everything clutters your mind. Well, like if you walk your ride home today is going to clutter your mind when you see the brake lights just thinking oh, yeah, about what is. your ride home is going to be. When you're driving in, your mind is cluttered because you're thinking, oh, my God, is there a parking spot? That takes away from your focus yeah. about what you're doing. That's true as well. There's everything. It, again, this is where we get a little nuts, where we focus in on one thing, and someone says they're an expert on that one thing, and we're like sheep. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's right. Oh, yeah, he's right. He's a minimalist. i got to unclutter my mind. F off, dude. You want to you unclutter your life. Unclutter everything one by one. You don't need to be a little minimalist. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with having a couple of extra things. It's kind of nice, actually. But it gets to a point where it's, it's stupid. Where there's not enough room for stuff. We're spoiled. Yeah. We're spoiled. I'm actually very happy about Christmas this year where we decided as a family, no more gifts. Instead, it's going to be the elf thing or whatever where everyone gets one person to buy for. We I said, love it. We set a dollar limit of $50 for that one thing. The only people that get anything are the kids 18 and under. That's it. Yeah, I love that idea. You know how simple that is? And I think about it every year, and then after Christmas every year, me and the sisters will be like, ah, next year we'll do And then we never... Because you don't think about it. Next thing you know, it's two weeks from Christmas, and people have bought stuff already. Well, here's the other problem. I guarantee my some of, one of my sisters has already started... Christmas shopping. Well, it is November 9th, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, see we need to have this conversation in September. In the summer. Or in the summer. That's when my mom broached the situation. She sent out a text in like July. Okay. And she said, hey. What do you guys think about this? Now, I will get my parents something. And I'll get Kim's. We will get Kim's mom something. But that's it. And. So how many people are you really cutting out? My sister. My niece. My two nieces. They're uh, over 18? Nep- they're in their yeah, 30s. Okay. My nephew. Uh, my cousins that we get together with on Christmas Eve. My aunt and my uncle. Oh, that's a lot. My, that's a lot. I mean, my brother. Yeah. We're cutting. And it's more than that because it's... No, I mean, that's what it is. Cutting out probably eight people. And I'm not the type that I can give them, hey, here's a $15 gift card. Right. Like, I, if you want to get something, stuff costs money. Yes, so it I does. So I probably cut out $800 worth of spending. Easy. If you think about it. So 100 bucks doesn't get you a whole hell of a lot anymore. No, it doesn't. You know, unless you want to give someone a polo shirt that's on sale for $23. That's exciting. What about boxing up that pizza oven? And give it back to my brother? I'm not You're going to love it. It's a great pizza oven. <laughs> it's it terrific. It's really hot very fast. <laughs> Do you know Joseph? Now, you know he's only 12. Out of nowhere, he started doing a Donald Trump impersonation in the car the other day. Where did you learn this? He goes, oh, me and my friends, we were, we were watching him on YouTube in school for something. And he goes, he makes funny faces and voices. And he starts doing the, it's terrific. I'm like, wow. I'm like, he's doing the facial. He's like, what's wrong with him? I'm like, he's old. He's fine. There's nothing. I, I don't know. 
not having this conversation now. <laughs> so my nephew just turned 13 about a year ago. He was doing Donald Trump. <laughs> That's funny. And it was hilarious. But when I would ask him to do it, he would get embarrassed and won't do it. Right. But every once in a while, and he does the with the hand movement. Yes. And uh, his eyes, he does the thing <laughs> with his eyes. It's so weird. It's and funny. I thought the same thing. I'm like. He's impersonable. Right. But how are you even watching Donald Trump? Whatever the word is. Uh, who knows, man? They, these kids watch everything on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know. And like, not like my son has any opinion of him. Just he right. thought he looked funny and spoke yes. funny. All right, go for it, my man. Right. They have no idea about anyone's politics at that no, age. Not a clue. My son doesn't even understand what politics are yet. I was very late into life before I was, so was I. any interest in even knowing anything about politics. Yeah. I'm still not there. Yeah. To be you, honest. I, I got to tell you, I think for me it was probably the Trump administration when I started. And maybe that was – I actually think it was – the proliferation of social media mm-hmm. that exposed me to political stuff. Probably. Because otherwise I just Because you didn't... weren't reading articles. No. Didn't you were care. not watching the news channels. Right. Yeah. I know. I just didn't care about any of that stuff. Well, and that's where my comment about I care very little about a lot. Yeah. I care about my I do care about watching my my games and what my kids are doing. Like I I'm I'm too busy. And so are most people. It's, I agree with so that. So this idea that we think like I agree with that. People are so locked in on. Some people are, but most aren't. Most aren't. Like most people aren't locked in on. I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. Right. I'm a liberal. I'm a conservative. Most people are somewhere in the middle, right? I would hope so. We're better off if most people are in the middle. Yeah. And I think they are. But I think it's so. But the media coverage and the social media coverage. Hard left and hard right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. The media is what drives a lot of this. So then you think like even going to. Your families for Thanksgiving, that half the people are going to be uh, super conservative and half are going to be super oh, yeah. liberal. It just, it just doesn't happen. Kim's dad, before he passed away, started becoming, he was always down the middle. Like, oh, I'm pretty sure, could be wrong about this, but just in conversations with him, I am pretty certain he voted for um, Bush, Clinton, Bush Jr., and I'm pretty sure he voted for Obama. I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain. Yeah. Like, really, just on what he perceived as presidential, who he liked. Right. Who was what, the best candidate. What they were, yeah. The last couple of years after he retired, he got into watching, like, Fox News. And I've noticed his shift. And it was all based on the information he was getting. Now, he's not the type that was going on social media. He wasn't the type that was rustling any feathers with anybody. He was just, but when we would be alone, he'd start talking about all these policies. I'm like, dang, you were really locked in on this. And he was. But again, it's what he watched is where he started to slant one way for real. So to me, it's like, I would tell you, in order to be that locked in, you've got to spend some time if not every day, every other day on it. You got to read. You got to oh, read the sure. articles. Something. I don't. I don't have the time. Like, I give you an example. Like tomorrow, for instance. Today's goofy, but like a, a day like tomorrow. Tomorrow, I leave here. I go straight to get my haircut. After my haircut, I'm going straight to exercise with my friend. Then I have to get home in time to do an interview with CD Lamb. 
Oh, you got a CD I got, lamb. Yeah, I got to record my stuff for Sunday's Cowboy game. Then I got to do my Rutgers prep work when they're playing Sacred Heart. And then I got to get the hell out of the house by 4.15 so I can get to Rutgers by 5 to do my interview with Steve Peichel. Do the Rutgers game. Get home. Lay down. Hopefully by 10.30. Get four hours sleep. Wake up. And it's Friday. I don't have time. I'm not interested. My, my days are full. Well, I think that's why older people get into politics more because Might be right. if they're retired, the kids are out of the house, right. you know they have right. more time to consume. That's true. That's true. Because even like when I'm busy tomorrow, my wife's at work all day now, and then I don't, she's got an appointment in the afternoon, but then she's got to get Joseph to basketball practice between like 7.30 and 9. Like she's not sitting in front of the TV, just, you know, like she's on the run too. You're probably right about that. It's probably when the kids are grown up and all that stuff exits your life when you have idle time. And how do you how do you make out with it? My idle time, Jerry. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my time. <laughs> I've been, you know, I I just think Twitter's just been boring lately. So I don't. I actually don't spend as much time on it as I used to. That's good. I also don't get the interaction I used to on Twitter. Right, right, right. Which. You know, I, I, I try to limit the amount of people I follow so that I'm not so sure. that there's not always something new there. There's a lot of times there's nothing new there. So I also don't like the way it and I know you can switch the settings, which I have. Yeah. They keep reverting back and I keep getting stuff from yesterday. Yeah. Like I want to know what's happening right now. Stop giving me something with ten hour a ten hour stamp, you know, yeah. time stamp on it. Come on. That's why I texted you the other day about like what you're seeing now, because I put out a post about a cornhole tournament this weekend, which I've since canceled. And I got like two emails in the past. I've gotten dozens, I got two emails. And I asked three or four people, did you see this? No, no. I'm like, not at all. Nope. I'm like, well, how is that? 70,000 followers. No one sees it. Right. Like what the hell? Right. You got to think like, okay, what number of those are fake? Then what number of those are people that are real but don't really check it right. all the time? Who's active? Who's not? And then right. if you're showing up in those feeds when it where it defaults to yeah, just kind of random things in your feed. True too. Yeah, it's weird. That is true. Well, better. I got to sell some more calendars, so it better start stuff. Better start showing up. Yes. Can't have this happen. No, you got to move calendars, Jerry. Those are already pre pre printed. Ah. Uh, the hoodies are print-on-demand. That's fine. The calendars need to go. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to have a lot of calendar gifts coming up this winter. <laughs> Is that right? Well, yeah. What else am I going to do with the right. fire with the firewood? I mean, come on. Right. You know how you said uh, with your family, you were you guys are only picking one person yes. each. Uh, but everyone does get a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> but just this year, because next year they might year. sell. You're right. Everyone uh, gets funny. a calendar this year. You're right. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All yeah, right. And um, we come back tomorrow. It's a Thursday, and we start the NFL uh, Week Ten. Yeah, mm, for the crappy be... game. Yeah, crappy. We're game. We're gonna change again. cool games to crappy games. Time for <laughs> dinner now. Crappy games. Dinner now. Too many to list. We're talking about crappy, crappy games. games. Exactly. And we'll do another hoodie for crappy games. Crappy games. <laughs> <laughs> See if anyone cap- copies that. Yeah. Steal that. Right. All right, Jerry. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It is 5.01. It is a Wednesday, so that means you're halfway home to the weekend. The Eddie Scazzeri, he's always home in his own mind, as are most of us. And across from me, wearing a very sharp Indiana State hoodie. I do like it. His name is Al Isaiah Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. So I almost had an incident in my voting situation yesterday. I went in to uh, vote at a firehouse, which is, uh, I guess, where they they do a lot of voting. And a nice uh, woman behind the table where I had to check in, she knew me from the radio. She was nice. very excited and said her son listens all the time. I forget his name. I was supposed to give him a quote-unquote oh, shout-out. You already ruined it. I've already ruined it. But the woman's like, oh, and what's your real name? And what do you do? And another woman's like, do you have a podcast? Like, it got to be this whole thing. But only one woman there knew who I was. Then I go right next to it is is the booth where I go to vote. And I hear the woman say, I'm going to ask him for a photo. Then a guy goes, a guy who also worked there, he goes, you will not compromise this election site by asking for a photo. Almost compromised the whole election site, Jerry. Of Bradley Beach? Yeah. Small small area. No one cares. Small area. We had a referendum. We were very important. Very important. Then I went in there. I had no idea I was voting for four. four. I thought all these people were competing against each other. You know, there were signs, fighting. I was picking four of them. I wouldn't okay. have the idea of picking two. You can just pick two. Well, I felt like I was required to pick four. No, you're not. Well, Let I, me ask you something. Did you know why you voted for the other two? Right. Saw, See, that's and that's why... Saw a lot of signs. That's why I refrained from voting for certain things. Yeah. I am not going to give someone my vote if I have no idea what they're running for or standing for. Yeah, I did. There was another thing that I didn't vote for the person because I was like, well, I don't even know who either these right. people are. That's exactly how you should handle that. Yeah. I did enjoy, I put one of the news stations on yesterday, and they were talking about how busy it's been around the country, and this was just poor timing on their part, and then they went to the Octo, not the Octobox. Octobox no. on the voting coverage? What's, what's for? The Quad Box? Quad Box. They go to the Quad Box. One was in Arizona, one was in Pennsylvania, one was in Georgia, and one was in Florida. There wasn't one person online <laughs> in any of them. I'm like, guys, you can't tell me how it's the, the voter turnout is outstanding, and then you show the the, the Quad Box 
and it's all empty. <laughs> you know, I think there's like one guy online. Yeah. It's actually pretty funny. They should have had Scott Hansen doing that. That would have been cool. I don't think he... Here's what I would say, though. If you're going to hire someone, even if they're just reading from the teleprompter, that is a really tough thing to do because watching some of the coverage on Fox, on CNN, on ABC, man, these people talk. They know what they're talking about. I don't think you can read all that from a prompter. Yeah, I didn't know what... Like, I tried to watch some election coverage. I was like, I don't even know... Honestly, I don't even know what I'm watching. The only thing I knew was Herschel Walker was running. Yes, for down in Georgia. And I Googled it this morning. I was like, I wonder if Herschel Walker won. I Googled it. Too close to call. Yeah, there's a, there's a few of those. I did see that. Well, they said they actually said that was going to be the case last night on one of the networks I was watching. Herschel Walker. That they might not know until Thursday. I need more like famous people running for stuff. Like Herschel Walker. Well, Dr. Oz ran. He lost. Dr. O- Dr. Oz lost? He did. To Fetterman. Hmm. Yeah. So Dr. Oz lost in Pennsylvania. That's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay if they're famous, but they got to know what the hell they're doing, no? Or you just want to hire celebrities to this celebrities, run things. I'm more comforted knowing like Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz. and Well, Dr. Oz didn't win. Well, he didn't win. Okay. So and Herschel out. Walker might not win. That's true. Then so, what, Jerry? I don't know. I don't know. Is Ric Flair running for anything? Because I love Flair's to vote lucky him in. He's still breathing. He is. Yeah, he was close to death a couple so times. Let's not uh let's not stress him out any more than he already is. Right. He's good. Okay. Yeah. Jerry, yesterday Kyrie Irving uh went to the principal's office. He went to see uh, Adam Silver. Yeah. We didn't get much got uh, nothing. news other than it was a quote unquote productive visit. Think about this. In all the news topics today, yeah. we got nothing from anything. No real news? No, there's nothing. So here's the here was the, the story. Kyrie Irving met with Adam Silver. Yep. That's it. No details, really, other than it was productive. It was productive. Well, what does Jerry? that mean? Well, here's what I think it means. Nothing crazy went on. Okay. So they talked and nothing Do you? What was do you think out. the setup was like? Do you think... I think he it, went into the office in Manhattan. Just the two of... Just yes. Adam, really? You yeah. don't think there were people present? Mm, I don't think so. I think that's got to be a closed-door meeting. Between the two of them. I, I do. Yeah, I do. So you don't even think there were other NBA people What do you want, there? witness in case one of them yeah. punches the other? Correct. <laughs> no, I, yes. think, I think that's a closed-door meeting between a commissioner and one of, wow. his, one of his star players. I No, I don't, I I don't can see, see like, any reason for there to be an audience. I could see like a Kyrie Irving going, I have to bring my lawyer into this or what? my representative. His representative is his uh, stepmom, I think. Yeah, I need to bring my stepmom into this. I don't this. think like, he doesn't have a regular agent, I don't believe. Oh, so it might have been a stepmom. Maybe his dad goes with him. I mean, that's possible. What about a best friend? I suppose. What about KD? Okay. So then, if he brings a person, I would feel like if I'm Adam Silver, I'm gonna bring an extra. He person could bring too. his. He could bring his assistant. Uh, but um, you're asking me what I think. I think the two of them sat down and talked it out. That's what I think. Do you think there was more available to drink other than water in a pitcher? No, not a coffee. Could I get you a coffee, Mister? I'm Mr. sure Irvin? they asked him if he wanted okay. a coffee. Croissant. No. He was in there talking about hate speech. And you're worried about if he was offered a freaking croissant? Not worried, asking. Do you think Who that cares? was part of the thing? I'm trying to picture the whole thing. Yeah, wear a suit to that if you're Kyrie? No, absolutely not. Casual clothes. Yeah. You would roll in so. there in sweatpants if you want. Uh, I don't know that I would do that, but you could, sure. You have no obligation to be 
dressed like he's going to a wedding. Right. He's going to meet the commissioner. Okay. He'll be in a suit, as you know, because he lives in a suit. I he think does. he sleeps in the suit. He does sleep in a it's suit. very possible. He has a nighttime... Alien-looking head. Yeah. He has, <laughs> he has a nighttime suit that he wears to bed. Yeah, it's possible. But no, I'm, I think everything went well. But that having been said, I don't know that anything changes anytime soon with the Nets. I don't... You see the story in the Post today? What did they do? That he... Bl- that he bl- there was one scout watching them, the game against Indiana, before he got suspended, that he blatantly just ignored Steve Nash's play calls. I did see that. Oh, my God. A what number a of them all in one game. Uh, ten. He ten, count- yeah. He counted ten times on ten separate occasions. <laughs> Nash called the play, and Irving ran an opposite play. Oh, so he's uh, it, I mean, he was audibling at the line. The one thing you've learned, and I don't know if this is the absence of Nash or the absence of Irving or both, not sure. The last three games, and I know they lost against Dallas. They are playing harder, they're defending, and they look more cohesive. Is that right? So to me, I wouldn't do anything with this Ime Udoka right now because, I mean, there were stories that the females in the Nets organization weren't happy with the reports. Jacques Vaughn, who coached them well when they were in the bubble, has done a good job. It's only three games, but so far so good. They seem to like him. They seem to play for him. I would just roll with it right now. And right. see how it goes. I feel like if you and were I gonna, would cut Kyrie Irving. I said that last Monday, and you stick by that. I would. I would cut him. Mm-hmm. If they were going to hire, what's his name? Im, Go ahead, give it Im, a try. Imduque, <laughs> Ime Udoka, Ime Udoka. They had to do that immediately because everything they had the big S storm, as we say, Jerry. Going sure. going on at one time, do it then. No, I disagree. I think they had to do. They got. They had to do this this way. But now, if they bring him in, now it's a whole nother day not of yelling if, about the Nets. No, but not yes. Which is you know what? Good. We talk more about the Nets. Fine by fine by me. I think what it does is it's at least showing that they didn't jump right into it, not caring what people thought, specifically their female employees okay. or their female fan base, whatever that is in terms of the fans. Um, I think this way. Maybe you can have the conversations. Maybe you dig a little deeper, find out what the actual... Remember, he got suspended for an inappropriate relationship by two consenting adults. The other stuff that's come out, I don't know if it's been verified, if it's been confirmed. I have no idea. But it gave them time to actually check it and maybe go talk to their female employees. I don't know. Maybe they don't hire him. Who knows? Like I said, they're playing for Jacques Vaughn. Maybe they got their guy. Would you... Let me ask you this. Hmm. Because I guess they laid out things for Kyrie to do to come back. Right. When he's done those things, you bring him back? I know you I wanted would to have cut, him, cut him. But do you think they'll just throw him in the mix with this new uh, coach? I don't know the answer to that. Where they're playing hard I, for? I don't know. I've read a lot of things where one even said, wow, that is a size difference. Um, <laughs> there's something on TV where one person has got to be seven foot tall and the other person is like 5'2". That's, that's funny. Um, it's like me with me with Shaq. Uh, I have no idea what I was saying. You were saying, Jerry, that uh, whether you would bring him in, I need a photo of this. Sorry. Um, yes. Uh, I don't. So oh, that's what I was saying. I was reading where one person theorized that they laid out all these ridiculous requests or conditions for him. Right. Basically thinking he wouldn't do it, and then they would just be able to release him. Right. I bet he does it, though. uh, He might. I mean. Just to be a pain in the neck. He might. He might. He might. Does he want to be here? I mean, let's start there. Yes, he does. Does he want to be here and play with this team? Does he want to play? 
I don't I don't know. I really don't know anymore because I thought I'll go back to the summer when he opted in and Kevin Durant said, fine, don't trade me. I thought you were going to get the very best out of him this year because he was playing for his NBA life. That's what I thought. And he was playing okay offensively. He was not playing well on the defensive end. And then all this stuff happened. And he's it's been a mess. It's been one misstep after the next. How do you think the uh, meeting ends? He just, like the commissioner says, okay. How'd the meeting go? What does productive mean? I'm going to say, like, uh, there was no shouting. Okay. There was a lot of agreeing. Like, uh, the commissioner would say something. Kyrie, I understand. It went mm-hmm. smoothly. Okay. And then it ends with, I appreciate your time. And let's get this right. Thank you, commissioner. Yeah. I, I think that's how it ends. I, I I don't know. Can you put a word into Sean Marks so I can play again? I don't know. And then Adam Silver meets with his people and goes, this is how it went down. I guess. And then people leak it to the, to the media yeah. and they say it was productive. Yeah, we didn't really get much of a leak. No. Because it was probably just the two of them in the room. Yeah, you're right. That's why. So, and I'm, I wouldn't even know if they made up that whole productive thing. It might be just like you said. The fact that nobody punched each other, productive. Very productive. And you got to write some story. Right. Like, if it didn't get worse from the meeting, it was productive. I don't think it got worse. Yeah. I don't think so. But, you know, what's amazing about that, though, is if you go to a lot of websites, there's no mention that Kyrie met with, with Adam Silver. I saw it in one place. Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, if you Google Kyrie Irving, Adam Silver, it comes up in four or five places, but it's not like everywhere. I don't even think it was on ESPN's NBA page. I'm pretty sure. So we're already over the whole Kyrie thing. No, it just means that there's no details of it. Oh, we need and the no deets. one knows. I guess maybe we'll find out more today for shoot around when I don't know if Marx is going to talk. Maybe Jacques, but someone's got to say something though. Do we I have a think. do we have a Nets reporter, Jerry, here at FAN? We don't. Chris Carino, the play-by-play guy. Oh. No, we don't. We don't have any reporters anymore. We don't no. have a giant reporter. I mean, is Paul Dottino, he, does he do anything for us anymore, Eddie? Or does he just work on the broadcast? Just the broadcast, I think he is right? a Giants reporter for us. But we don't send in anything anymore. There's no audio. There's no reports sent in. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we have any reporters. Aside from, aside from Sweeney. Oh, yeah, we got Sweeney. We Sweeney with the Yankees. That's it. And now he's like part of uh, he's hosting uh, pre games and post games. Sweeney's become very busy with the broadcast. Yeah, that very, is very busy. true. Yes. Hey, good for him. Hey, good for you. Yes. You into the? Will you watch any of this game tonight? Which game is this now, Jerry? Knicks Nets. Yeah. No. Not you're not interested at all. No. Not even the first quarter to check in. No, not even to a see if Kyrie's spot. there. Uh, no. Okay. I'll be honest with you. No, I got you. All right. I can't. You know what my NBA coverage is now? Uh, looking at Sonny Carton's Twitter feed. Okay. That fellow loves the NBA, Craig's son. That's great. Yeah. The NBA needs young fans like him. Yeah, I feel like I get a, a lot of my NBA coverage just for that Twitter feed. Okay. And that's good enough for me, Jerry. I Well, yeah, I know. You don't really like <laughs> basketball. No, I know. I got it. I like off-the-court stuff with basketball. You like, like drama. Yeah, drama. Right, it's not basketball. You Kyrie, like drama. I like the meetings. If two hockey players were killing each other outside an arena, you'd like that too. I would love that. Right. That's what you like. Yeah. You don't not like the, the actual, actual games. games. No, drama. I like uh, Malice at the Palace. But that's... Don't say that out loud. No, I'm just saying, like, that is something I'm interested in That story, watching, you're That saying. story, following mm-hmm. that story. And you like the documentaries that come out after it. 
Yeah, I like like that documentary or Thirty for Thirty about the Pistons beating everybody up when they were in the when they were the bad boys of Detroit or whatever they called did, themselves. Speaking of that, did you see this this Isaiah Thomas? I get over yourself. What already. did he do now? So now, which uh-huh. Isaiah Thomas? I feel like there's a couple Isaiah Thomases. You mean the one that used to play for the Detroit Pistons? The Isaiah Thomas. That one. There's only one. Him. So this is from. So I saw this on Yahoo. It was not Ball Sack Sports. I made sure of okay, that. Okay. So Make sure my fader is down, Eddie. Just in case. So I don't know where this came from, but remember all the stuff with the last dance and Jordan, they were talking about Isaiah again. Okay. We, this thing's been going on and on and on, which we know. So but, 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 but I want to find out. Um, he took issue with a lot of the stuff that was said on. That's fine. This was two years ago. He came out and said something yesterday about how until like Jordan apologizes to him, he's never going to. Who cares? Yeah, it's we 2022. Don't. We're on Michael Move Jordan's on. side. Oh, my God. I'm trying to find the actual quote, but I mean, I have to find it during the break. It is hilarious, though. Like, Isaiah. I thought only that, lives in your head now. I actually saw the quotes from that, and I thought it was it was still um, Scotty Pippen that was still mad at him. I didn't know it was Isaiah Thomas. No, Isaiah's the one. Like, the headline says, Isaiah Thomas reignites feud with a-hole Michael Jordan. <laughs> This Rude. beef is going to go on for a long time. Oh, what a beef, Who Jerry. Cares? I'm like, not even seriously. following that beef. Oh, my God. And I love a good beef situation. I know you do. I know you do. All right, quick break. When we come back, Al's going to break down the, uh, the Rangers and the Devils. Mm. Uh, Rangers lost to the Islanders. Devils won again. We'll get his take on that, or probably not. Plus a lot more. And then we've got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on The Fan. Hi, 525. Good morning. He's Al. I'm Jerry. The commute in today was horrendous. The commute home yesterday, horrendous. Yeah, I've had enough. I have had enough. It's The last two days have been brutal. There's something going on on the ride home into New Jersey off the turnpike where all the trucks go in Elizabeth. I have no idea Unreal. what goes on there. It's unbelievable. It's, oh, it's, just the, it's the worst. Too many I, trucks. I can't take it anymore. We need flying trucks to be all in the air and then leave, or flying cars. No, they're called Amazon drones. They're coming. Yeah, we need the Amazon they're, drones. Uh, I have a good podcast. Not podcast. Interesting show for you to watch. I don't think you'll love it. Okay. But I got wrapped into it a little bit yesterday. So you know, remember the um, the Lakers docu-series, if yes. you will? And a lot of the fact-checking was accurate, but some of it is a little, a little dramatized, as they say. Right. But it's a pretty good show. So I watched that winning, I think it's called Winning Time. I forget what it's called, but that's on HBO Max. I guess they're coming back for a new season. So I ran across, I did something yesterday I never do. I went to Netflix because I was actually going to cancel it. But I'm like, oh, let's see if there's anything new on it. So I went into my profile and I actually did the pick something or play whatever it was. Something random? Yes. And this new docuseries called Playlist came up. I think it's new. If it's not new and I'm late to the party, my bad. But it was new for me. Jerry thinks that's new. So I'm like, all right, what's this about? So it's about how Spotify came to be. It's a docu-series. So the first thing I did was Google. Oh, yeah, that is new. I haven't seen it. It is new. Okay. I've seen that it is new. So what I learned by Googling it was that it is very real, that there are a couple of things that might have been stretched a little bit. But for the most part, it's a very good portrayal of how Spotify came to be. They use, instead of using Napster, they make up another website name, but the story is essentially what we remember. I tell you, it was pretty good. 
wasn't great. So you watched But it, it kept my attention. Yeah, it's a okay. six-series run. But, I watched the first two. But it's actors. It's not a documentary. Correct. Yes. But I believe all the proper names. All right. It was it was interesting. I'll look into that. You you might like it. You might not. I'm okay. not sure. It was a little slow, but once it got going, I liked it. This will determine if I like it or not. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Is there a serial killer in this? There could be. I haven't gotten to episode four, five, or six. I can tell you the Napster guys are ticked off. But so far, nobody gets murdered. Not yet. No. Okay. No, not yet. All right. So far, oh. it's all on the up and up. I'll take a look at it. Uh, the other fun story going around still that I'm enjoying is this. The other uh, fun story. We haven't gotten to one yet. We're talking about Kyrie Irving. Yeah, well, Kyrie going to the principal's office is kind of fun. Mm. Uh, this whole cult, cult situation with No, Jeff this is Saturday, not funny. This is hilarious. This is, I, like, I am going to watch, or at least I'm not going to watch the Colts game, but I'm going to hope that Red Zone goes to the Colts game. You want game it to be a complete and utter disaster. I wanted to, I wanted either to, I wanted to go either. Really great, right? Or really terrible. You want them to beat the Raiders thirty-five nothing or lose thirty-five nothing, <laughs> and it make it look like they have no clue what they're doing. Right. I don't want a middle of the road twenty-four twenty game. What? I don't want that. Can I just real quick? Yeah. The idea that this is going to go well. Am I wrong? Did they go sign Joe Montana circa nineteen eighty-five this week? Oh no, they still have Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger, Ellinger is still their quarterback. Yeah, that's the right. same guy that didn't have a completion until late second quarter in New England on Sunday. That guy, yep. Okay, he's a good quarterback. Like I don't know what you would expect from them. Yeah, I think you could bring Vince Lombardi back from the dead. I don't think this team is any good. So now you've got a thirty-year-old. I like the first couple of lines in the story. Not only have the Colts hired a coach who's never coached before, now they're going to hand over the play calling duties to a thirty-year-old who's never called plays before. <laughs> Yeah, Jerry, he's a passing game specialist slash yeah. assistant QB coach, Parks Frazier. If I'm John Fox, like, hey, what the hell are we doing over here? Not that he's an offensive guy, but I would be more comfortable with him doing that than I would some 30-year, I don't know. I bet Jim Irsay just sees John Fox as, here's another one of these football guys, and I'm sick of the football guys. I'm, go- I mean, like, coaches, I'm going Doing something different here. Okay. I mean, you could try winning. I mean, that would be kind of cool. That's what he's trying, I think. Oh, good luck. If this works, this will turn the NFL on its head. I was trying to figure out, like, where did a 30-year-old passing game specialist, assistant QB coach come from? I bet you he probably played low-level college football and then worked his way up into the coaching ranks. Frank Reich hired him as as his assistant. Frank Reich did his wedding. For real? Yeah. Frank Reich is an ordained minister, so he did his wedding. Once again, if you would have read the third paragraph. (laughs) Yeah, I thought I covered it all in the first two paragraphs. Yeah, no, 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 that was in the story. So very, Reich, very close to this kid. Okay. Well, now he's really, now this kid's going to be calling. Yeah. Like, he probably called home to his mom and be like, what about Reggie? Like, wouldn't you rather Reggie Wayne call the plays? The guy actually, yes. Yes. The guy was a great receiver for that franchise. Like, wouldn't you? prefer him to do it? Right. Wouldn't you have preferred to give him the head coaching job? He's been a coach. Yeah, here's what we did when Peyton Manning was throwing me touchdowns. These are some plays we ran, and we're going to oh run them God. here. It really is. I mean, it is. Could you imagine what sports talk in Indianapolis has been like the last couple of days? It's got to be awesome. Do you think, I would think. Do you think the majority of people on the sports talk station in Indianapolis are like 
hey, man, give them a chance. No, I think they're mocking this. They, you do. I think they have to be. They've got to be. Number one, the season's gone terribly. And That's let's true. be honest, when they brought Matt Ryan in, there were a lot of people that thought the Colts were going to be an AFC contender. I'm not going to say a championship team, but a playoff team and a team that you never know. Maybe they get on a run. They got Matt Ryan. He was in the Super Bowl, should have won a Super Bowl, didn't. You know, now that was like the missing piece. Carson Wentz torpedoed their season a year ago. You believed in Frank Reich. Now you fast forward to the mess that they've become and what they're rolling out there and the coach they now have. Wow. What a, yeah, this has got to be like sports radio has got to be on fire out there. Has to be. And another player turned analyst, Dan Orlovsky, he wants in on this. Well, of course, because he's on TV too, and he probably yeah. feels like he can do it. I would think if I was on ESPN TV, yeah, I would just stay there. Oh my gosh, why would you roll the dice on this and then unless, they fill your spot? Unless because I, I would say, would you not agree that ESPN does turn over their studio? They hosts? do. Okay, so maybe their agents like, hey Dan, you've been here a while. Yeah, you're pretty close to getting the heave ho soon. It's a good good opportunity. And I guess if you're a guy, and, and Dan Orlovsky says he is this guy that's always wanted to coach. Well, then go coach. But I'm saying, here's your spot to slide in. Or you could apply for real coaching jobs. Oh, real coaching jobs. And job. work your way up, as opposed to I this suppose. mess. I mean, yes. I would think so. Now, he, which was funny, Dan Orlovsky was saying, I'm not uh, asking for a job. But I'm letting I'm available. Yeah, yeah. I'm letting Jeff Saturday know how, pretty clear that I'm interested. How about you, the guy that runs ESPN that signed him to a contract? <laughs> uh, hello, <laughs> you have a job. Come on, man. And then I was reading, taking a little look ahead at the Colts' schedule, Jerry. Yeah, they have three more oh, prime time God. games. Oh, and the only one that can be flexed—they've got a prime time game against your Dallas Cowboys. Oh, please flex out, please. Please, please, please. December 4th, is that when that is? Uh, I think so. Oh, let's go 1 o'clock. They've got the Steelers on a Monday night game. Oh, my God. They've got I got to tell you. The Cowboys on what? That was originally a Sunday night Sunday game. Sunday night. That's, yeah. And then they have the Chargers, I think, on a Monday or Thursday night game. Okay. The Monday night games can't be flexed, right? No, it's just the Sunday. I think just the Sunday. What about Thursday? I don't think that's flexible either. So it's just Sunday Not night? flexible, yeah. Just Sunday night? All right, well, I'm happy then the Cowboys are one of those Sunday night games. Although, watch, I, probably have a, I wonder if I have a Rutgers game. Oh, that'll be terrible then. But they were also saying, I think I was reading this on Pro Football Talk, that, yeah. uh, you know, because the Cowboys are still a national team that people love, and if they're doing well, maybe they keep the Cowboys I could, in. Listen, I could see them keeping the Cowboys there because they're the Cowboys if they're... Ten and two at that point. That wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. All right. Let's say they're ten and two at that point, and uh, the Colts are getting whooped by everybody. It, Cowboy fans would love to watch a yeah. The problem Sunday is, night game where they're beating up not, on the Colts. You're not wrong. The problem is you could also have people turning the TV off in the third quarter. Oh, that is possible. So if I look to not, I want to see December fourth. The yeah, here's the NFL schedule for December fourth. You tell me what you would do. Oh, where, for, where they could flex this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see. December fourth. All right, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, no chance. No. Denver, no, no chance. Denver, Baltimore, no. Enough of Denver in prime time. Packers, Bears, no. I mean, unless Green Bay went on a run. No, they're not. And Chicago turned around with Justin Fields. All right, maybe, maybe. that's maybe. a maybe, Jerry. Pencil these me teams in for have, a maybe, but these teams got to start winning games. That's number one. Uh, 
The next game starts with Jack. No. No. No Jacksonville. They're out. Oh, wow. I got to tell you, I don't know if I'm an NFL fan anymore. None of this looks in. Browns-Texans. No, we got to get rid of oh some of these God. teams, Jerry. The Texans are I'll, one of them. Here They're you out. go. You want to flex a game into Sunday Night Football? I'm going to give you the game. All right. Jets in Minnesota. Yes. That right now, if you, I'm going to give you another one too. Titans at Eagles. Mm. I know I know what you say about the Titans, although yeah. you did put them on your fraudulent list of five favorite teams a few weeks ago. Just saying. You did. I don't think this year I did. I think you did. One one time this week, I think one time this season, I think mm. you did because I was upset with you. Okay, Titans at so you got you got uh, Jets at Vikings. That's a very real possibility as it sits now. I think Titans Eagles is possible. Well, the Rams aren't good, but Seahawks Rams. I'm going to say no. Here's another one: Dolphins at Forty ers Yeah, that game's getting flexed. So you've got games here, and here's one more: Chiefs at Bengals. So if things go the way you think, you can't keep the Colts in Sunday Night Football. Not with the four games I just gave you. Unless there's a little magic left in Jeff Saturday, Jerry. (laughs) He's not playing. Unless he's going to suit up, be the center, the quarterback, and the coach, no chance. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Let's say Jeff Saturday convinces Peyton Manning to come back to quarterback. Now He's got no arm. Now are you flexing that game? Yes, yes. You're flexing a game I would. where Jeff Saturday yes. snapping a ball to Peyton Manning in 2022. Correct. <laughs> and now I'm now I'm in, and the whole country would watch that, and you know that. At least they'd watch the first quarter. Oh, you're into what? You're you don't. Oh, want I would to be flex. into that mess. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd so be, great. That would be funny. Number 18 is back. Yeah, he can only throw the ball 10 yards downfield, and then yes. they get their idiot kicker out there. Oh, you want Mike Vanderjack back? Yeah, <laughs> bring no, in get all McAfee the back. Where was he a punter? Get him back with the the cut T-shirt. Oh, let's yeah. go. Put him on the field too. What the hell? Let's or see. better yet, better. Yet, let's be honest. These guys can't play anymore. How about that's the coaching staff? Just bring all those dudes back. Peyton Manning calls the plays. <laughs> Jeff Saturday is the coach. McAfee's the special, special teams, teams coordinator, and Vanderjack is there passing out shots of bourbon. I don't know. All right. I have no idea. All right, let's take a break. 5.37. I think we figured it out, though. They have to flex that out. Yeah. They're going to have to. 5.37. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we got more to do as they say. But right now, I want to tell you about myself and my friends from Mazda. This Sunday, 10 to 12, hang out with us before the Giants game for a WFAN broadcast at Red Sports Bar across MetLife Stadium. I believe Tiki and Tierney are doing that. They a will be Jerry there as well. Appearance? Yes, how about that? I will be giving stuff away. That's kind of cool. And we'll showcase the all-new CX-50 and the CX-9 model. So maybe you would like to come hang out with me, Al, well, on a Sunday. Well, so far from where I live, I'll Jerry. drive. <laughs> I'll drive to Bradley Beach, pick you up, drive you to Reds, and then I'll drive you home. You going to bring some calendars that be available for people? Or not? I cannot. Oh, you know I cannot do that. They set up a merch tent. I cannot do that. You can't? No, I can't do that. Oh, okay. I, I was not no. being funny. No, I cannot do that. As okay. much as I would like to, I cannot do that. Anyhow, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, maybe I'll pick a Betty, and maybe Eddie will come out Sunday morning. We'll see. Who knows? No dogs on my car, if that's okay. Then I'm out. You're out. All right. Well, then I'm coming myself. Fair enough. All right, quick break. We're back in a moment on The Fan. All right, quarter to six. Very nice to have you with us on a wet. Well, I tell you what, it felt like fall very quickly. We went from 81 on Monday. Yesterday was lovely. 
I woke up this morning, it was 43 degrees. Yeah, I had to wear gloves when I was walking my dog. I well, and you got the wind whipping oh, up yeah. off the ocean. Plus, it was windy by my house, so I can only imagine what it was like down the shore. Yeah, it was very windy, Jerry. My God, I actually feel like I want to move back down there. Come on down. We'd love to have well, I don't you. want to move to Bradley Beach. Oh. I don't mean right on the ocean. I just mean down there. Down further. Yeah. What you really mean is, Jerry, further from New York City. Yeah, further <laughs> south. Yes. Yep. That is true. I don't know where, but I feel like I'd like to move down there. Down there. But then the drive is a pain. Oh, it's, yeah. Unless, unless me, you, and Eddie found out a way to have our, like, Jersey studio somewhere. Right. Just saying. Maybe okay. two days a week, like Boomer and Gio in a Long Island studio. Mm-hmm. Me, you, and Eddie in a Jersey studio. Hey, I like it, Jerry. I'm going to pitch that in the next uh, not a bad idea. futures meeting. Not a t- When are we having that? I, I um, In the future sometime. When? I need answers, Al. My we're future- not getting any younger. My futures meeting will be in the futures. Yeah, that's not helping me. All right. I see your main man, Jerry Jones. Balls. Balls. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, they're going to sign Beckham, aren't they? They're going to sign OBJ. I, I, I want me some glory. Hope. I he think they might. I like it, too. You do? I do, because the same way where he went to L.A. with the Rams and it worked, because you got a you got a personality, a personality like Aaron Donald in the room, I think you go to Dallas, I think you try to fit. You're clearly going to do your thing, but you're coming off injury. But you're not the biggest personality in that room. You've got Dak, you've got Zeke, you've got Micah Parsons, you've got Trayvon Diggs. I, it, I think it works. Like, I don't think it hurts. And I think it stretches the field a little bit. It gets people off CeeDee Lamb's back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I kind of like it. Now, Jerry Jones said that OBJ could look pretty good with the Cowboys. He didn't say... Well, let me ask you this, Jerry. Would you say he would look pretty good on the Cowboys? Or, or pretty good? <laughs> that one. That one, yeah. Good morning. I would good love morning. him. I don't know where he's at rehab-wise. I think they say he's close to being ready to go. Yeah, they said. I was reading yesterday that he's supposed to be cleared by the end of the week. So if he's cleared by the end of the week, so he wouldn't play this week in Green Bay. But that means you could have him ready for, you know where I'm going here. The Giants. Thanksgiving Day. Oh, Jerry. Could you imagine that? A big turkey. Could you imagine right for the Giants. OBJ, Cowboys, Thanksgiving against the Giants? And he does one of those catches like he did against the That catch was against the Cowboys, I gotta right? Be honest with you, I don't even care if he catches the ball. Just stretch the field and yeah. get C.D. Lamb open. That's all I want. And then him in that uniform, I mean, that storyline going in, I guarantee, and you know who might, that's my interview that week. OBJ? Yes. What about this, Jerry? He signs with the Colts instead. <laughs> Stretch the field. That's where he can't go. For Sam Ellinger. No, Ellinger. Damn it. Well, I called him the same thing, too, until last week when they corrected us and said it was, his name was Ellinger. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'd be, I would be in for that. As much as I don't care for a lot of his antics, Yeah, he's a great player. I think uh, there's been too many like little stories about the Cowboys and OBJ. Yeah, I feel like it's happening. As I mean, well. the fact that the owner was talking about how good he would look, we'll see. Now, do, there's other teams that are interested, so who knows? Do they have a number thirteen on the Cowboys already that you're aware? Michael Gallup. Mm, He's not right. Or? Yeah, Michael Gallup's number thirteen. No, you're not giving him that. You can't. Yeah, I don't even think you're allowed to do it during the season. Mm-mm. Well, if but you are, you're not. That's Michael Gallup's number. Yeah. And he's still a good player. I'm not, you know, unless OBJ wants to give him like a Rolls Royce or something. Right. No, that's fine. You can negotiate. Okay. I'm trying to think what number you would actually give him. I don't know. Let's what give about? him a linebacker number. <laughs> like, why not? You got linebackers wearing, you know, quarterback numbers and receiver numbers. 
Let's give a linebacker number. You can wear number 58. I just throw that give out. Give him there. Roger Stallback's number. Give him number 12. No, 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 no. Number eight's available. They're not giving that out either. I don't think anybody's wore eight or 22. But the, well, I tell you, they just gave out that 88 to anybody. Yeah, it was so weird. But they gave it out to wide receivers. You know, well, it was yes, still when it was it's been wide, wide receivers, receivers for sure. And you've had a few people that have worn it since Irvin. Yeah. But no one's worn eight or 22. At least I don't believe so. Uh, let's look a little bit at uh, Tom Brady here, Jerry. He did his uh, podcast with Jim Gray. Was that Monday night? I think Monday at some point. Who knows? Uh, and he said the most embarrassing part of the Buccaneers right now is their effort level on game day. I don't disagree with him. That was pretty uh, damning, I thought. It's also pretty accurate. Yeah, that they have like a bad attitude. Or a bad, yeah, bad attitude. They go out there effort. and go through the motions. Their motions. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But again, it's a broken unit. Like, they've got a lot of guys, and some have come back, but you still have a lot of guys that are out. It's been a mishmash of an offensive line. The receiver's been in and out of the line. It's uh, the dropping balls left and right. The tight ends, Cameron Brait hasn't been around, I don't believe. I think he's missed several games. It's like, I could see guys going through the motions just collecting a paycheck. And they're still in first place with the crappy record. That's true. Now, another thing going on down there. Now, the University of South Florida... Yeah, which is actually beautiful in, campus in Tampa, yes. which it doesn't make sense because Tampa's not South Florida. Correct. I, I Central think, Florida. Yeah, Central Central Florida. West. Central West, Jerry. Yeah. Gulf Coast, mm-hmm. Florida. Uh, they say that to what well, they didn't say, but the, the the sports talk radio down there. You got Jerry, connections. Why don't you call up one of your guys are saying that uh, if John Gruden wants that football coaching job, it's his. OK. I have no idea who's their head coach right now. That guy's got to be like, what? You barely know who the Vikings head coach is right now, and you're worried about if you know who the South Florida head coach is? The Viking head coach is uh, Zimmer. <laughs> yes, that's right, Al. Uh, so, okay, have you called your people in, in Tampa to find out if this is true or not? Uh, no, and I do have a connection. I, I know do you have do. one connection I can ask. Why don't you try and not get him on? Okay. Why yeah, don't you works. reach out to him before 10 o'clock? Okay. And see if there's any truth to this. All right. And then, how about this? How about this? At 10 a.m., yeah, I come on and say, the fans Al Dukes is reporting. <laughs> yeah, do that, Jerry. Where sources in Tampa are telling the fans Al Dukes. Yeah. Al Dukes has knowledge of people with feelings about John Gruden and the University of South, South Florida. Who is, I'm Googling this now, who is the biggest name, would you say, in Tampa Sports Radio. Ooh. Tampa Sports Radio host. Good question. Jerry. The first Bubba name the that sponge? pops up is going to be... Mm. And he said Bubba the Love Sponge. He's no, come not on. a sports talk oh, Come on. Um, well, he passed away. That's not working out. He's not going to work. Yep. Uh, no, but they had a multiple uh, veteran guys down there, Jerry, that passed away over the years. The Pat and Aaron show? I don't know who that is. Okay. That's the sports animal? Is that what that sports is? Sports animal would be That's the, the show? The That's the station? There, yeah. All right. So if I look at the... Uh, look at their morning driver. After Pat and Aaron's drive. the morning show. Okay. So if I look at the full schedule, I would say we go afternoon, afternoon host. That's saying? the biggest, Jerry. You know, the afternoon and radio there, the news You know who the biggest name is in Tampa sports who? radio? I can confirm this. And so can you. Tom Krasnicki. I don't know. Yes. XFANer. Yes. Oh, an XFANer. Same intern class as me. Wow. And Erica Herskowitz. And, and now he's doing afternoon he, drive in oh Tampa, Florida. Well, he was doing mornings in Tampa, I believe. He's been down there for, I think, right, 20 years. He's probably down there. He's uh, living the yeah. life. He is like, I forgot about Tom. 
So, you know, maybe I'll confirm the story. All right. Well, I don't you have go, his number. Jerry, you go to your source. That's fine. So how about Alan Jerry? Confirm? I'll go to my source. Two different sources. This is the way proper reporters oh, man, do it. That's funny. All right, we're going to take a break. By the way, I guess I can't let this go. People are probably screaming at us. Kevin O'Connell. What about him? <laughs> Why you bring him up? Mike Zimmer's not the head coach of the Vikings anymore. Oh, he was fired. <laughs> Come on, man. Even at seven and one. All year he's been there. <laughs> Quick break, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence. We're talking about Indianapolis football. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, right, welcome back. Islanders beat the Rangers. Devils won again, seven straight for them. And there was no basketball. Nick's Nets tonight, and Giannotti's dealing with a limp mic arm. Jerry, You'll you, see that on TV in a moment. Jerry, are you interested in a 30 for 30? No. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.